wake up! Daddy! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Daddy! 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 You guys awake? Are you awake now? And if you are awake, are you living your life to the fullest? This is the Dad Podcast. Where we talk about our Catholic faith becoming fully alive through being a husband. And being a father. Really, through our vocation as a husband and a father. So, if you're a dad, this is your spot. Yeah, it's time. It's time to rise up. Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Iris from Seattle. And it's Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, dad stuff, husband stuff. Hey, if you're a good dad, this show's for you. Hey, welcome back, listeners. This is where Ray and I talk about Catholic dad stuff. So, That's right. Um, how we're living as dads. Ray, how you been? Oh, man. We're still in this pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> we're in something. We're in something, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah right. We are just talking about this. 2020 doesn't seem so bad now. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying like January 2020, that was a good that was a good month. That was a good month. Hey, uh speaking of good stuff, we are joined in by a special guest. I've known this guy since we were in high school. I'm maybe a year or two older uh than this guy, but uh, I look up to this guy cuz one he's taller than me. And <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey! And two, he, you know, he's 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 a smart guy, man. He's a smart guy. He's got a a couple of degrees. Uh, I'm so proud of this guy. Um, we want to talk about, and uh, we'll get deeper into this, but we want to talk about mental health stuff. And I only had one guy in mind to really uh, break this open for uh, for everyone, for our audience. Uh, welcome, Salman Abuzed. Yeah, listen, thank you guys for having me. I'm I'm truly honored by the two coolest guys in the world right now, just inviting oh, me to be man. on their show. Man. I'll, wow. I'll send you that check later. Thanks, man. There you go. Yeah. Cool dads. This is for you. A cool dad. We got club. another cool dad right here. There we go. Salman. This guy is amazing. <laughs> I actually have passed Salman many times. Uh, like uh, we had um, the same kind of circle of friends. We live on other, the different sides of the country, right? Salman, you're from New Jersey. Is that Correct. right? Correct. Correct. Yeah, and I'm from Seattle, but I would see you at these national conferences, and I always thought, man, that guy's so cool. You're playing the drums. That's wow. right, he's a drummer. Yeah, and I remember like you really sweat a lot when you were drumming. <laughs> I, I really sweat a lot all the time, though. It, it, <laughs> oh, I see, I see. In all fairness. And then, and then um, in in our adulthood, um, I caught you on Instagram, and you have like an awesome Fitstagram. You're like a, um, you're like a competitive um, CrossFitter, is that right? I, I was, but that, I'm a shadow of my former self currently. 2020 did me in, so right oh now, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm just trying to get back to normal fitness. Well, I, I got to bring this up before we we even dive into the show. Uh, I don't know how long it's been, but this dude has been on a, a Wheaties cereal box cover. No. Yeah, man. No, no, no. That was photoshopped by Nick DeLeon. That was not oh, real. Oh man, I can believe it. <laughs> that was not. Dang, darn However. Fake news. However, I was a Wheaties ambassador for like endurance races. So Wheaties gave me like a whole triathlon uniform, a jacket, you, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm so awesome. impressed. Uh, shout out to Wheaties. Yeah, yeah for real. Wheaties. the right guy right there. <laughs> yeah, when I, when I would watch your uh, Fitstagram videos, I'm like, I don't think the body's supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine doesn't. 
So uh, big ups, man. You're awesome. It. And thanks, th- thanks for being here. For sure. Glad to be but here. we're not here. But we're not here to talk about um, uh, being fit or uh, weedies. We're here to talk about dad stuff first. Dad stuff. Let's go. Yeah, and uh, we each are, in this portion of the show we talk about um, kind of the realness of dad life. Uh, kind of just some short stories about what's going on in our lives. And I'm going to start it off. Um, so this Christmas. Like leading up to Christmas, my wife and I bought our kids a bunch of different gifts. But um, since we've been home, um, they got into so much trouble. (laughs) My four children, uh, they would get into so much trouble that I started to threaten them and say, I'm going to take away your gifts. (laughs) And they don't know what gifts they have. And they're like, what? And then one day I snapped and I said, that's it. Everybody's losing a gift. (laughs) But I didn't tell them what it was. (laughs) And then they like flipped out on me. They're like, what? How'd you take it away? Give? How could you do that? It's crazy. And I was like, dude, you don't even know what it is. You don't know what I'm taking away. Anyways. You can make um, up a gift and say, yeah, I took it away. No. So, so here's <laughs> the thing. My, my um, seven-year-old wanted a hoverboard. Uh. Wanted a hoverboard. And guess what my wife did? She bought him a hoverboard. Oh, man. And then guess what I did? I took away the hoverboard. <laughs> That kid pissed me off so hard <laughs> that I took it away, but I didn't tell him. Anyways, they got a bunch of money uh, for Christmas from their relatives, like Amazon gift cards. And so what does my son say? My seven-year-old, he says, well, I'm going to buy a hoverboard with the money because I didn't get it from from Christmas. And, uh, and so slick me, I was going to return that hoverboard. I was like, okay. And so right now it's in my closet. And I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to sneak it onto the front porch and say that Amazon <laughs> delivered this thing for him. And so um, that's what I'm probably going to do right after this recording. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. You should ride that Save thing around money. the house. Just ride that thing around the house and be like, wait, what, what are you guys looking at? That's, that's, a, that's a total dad move. Total <laughs> it dad would move. be. <laughs> I'm going to break my neck getting out of that thing. Are you kidding me? There's <laughs> oh, no way. Man. There's oh, no man. way. <laughs> That's a good one. Dang. Yeah. Um, on, a, on, the same, on the same vein as well. Um, uh, well, maybe not. I don't want to change up my story. Because <laughs> that, yeah, that is, I don't know how you're going to pull that off, Iris. And uh, I'm going to say, look over there. And then I'm going to run down whatever <laughs> boy. Sneak out the back and then roll it up front. Oh, I'll dress man. like a UPS guy. I got a whole plan. Nice. For me, my story is about, uh, I'm going to change it up because I've been acting like a baby uh, lately. I don't know. It's a whole stress stuff. And um, uh, I kind of, uh, you know, once uh, one, one, one cough, one sneeze or whatever, you, you start thinking like, oh, my gosh, I, I got the I, I got the Ronas. Oh, oh right? I got the vid. The anyway, I th- the bid. <laughs> you watched that Kevin Hart special, didn't yeah, you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Got the bid. But anyway, my stomach was hurting this morning, and I just started acting like a baby, man. I'm like, I'm dying. I don't know. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on. Blah blah. blah. Anyway, I I um called my wife. I t- I texted her. She was downstairs, and yeah, I was just acting like a big baby, man. I'm 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 actually drinking this coconut water because I feel uh, dehydrated. I started, yeah. and it's only been like three days since my um, my diet that's, that's uh, has started, and I haven't had carbs in a while. But I'm like, oh, I'm so <laughs> weak. This is terrible. I'm gonna stress eat right now. 
<laughs> but anyway, I gotta I gotta shake this off and yeah. keep living life, hold on, right? Hold on. So so you were upstairs and you called your wife. I called via my wife. Phone? I was in the bathroom, by the way. <laughs> and I'm wow. like, okay. Sit, okay. I'm, I'm sitting on my throne and I'm like, this isn't. It's not right. I haven't felt this. It feels it feels numb, but it, it feels like it's in pain. I'm talking about my stomach, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I, I exaggerated it. I, I was like, I'm going to pass on. I should say goodbye to all my friends. And But no, no, I'm, I'm, still, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm still alive. Uh, good. I'm glad you're still here. I'm not sure what that had to do with fatherhood right now. <laughs> it has nothing to do with fatherhood. It has something to do with my me being a... A baby a husband. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh she, you know, your wife, just like uh, your children, she'll take care of them. She'll take care of you. Yeah, right. true, true. Nice oh, to have someone in your corner. Oh, that's such a pet peeve for me, though, when wives say, oh, that's like my fourth child. or You know what I mean? Like, the husbands <laughs> yeah, are like, yeah, the, yeah. I know, I hear uh, you. Yeah. Like, bruh, bruh, I, I, I carry my weight around here, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> oh, man. How, how about, about you, how you Salman? Oh, um... So I got two stories, but I'm going to go with one that's more recent. And I think it relates to fatherhood too. You know, uh, recently we went to mass, I think two weeks ago, and the priest, he must have been in his 60s, but his homily was about um, the idea of influencers, right? So I'm like, man, this guy knows that term. So what he says is influencers have always existed. You know, it's just that term is kind of fairly new in terms of our culture. But what he did was he talked about influencers uh, in uh, in the respect of parents, that parents are the first influencers of their children, right? And, mm. you know, fa- families are the building blocks of society, such and such. So the reason why I mention this is because uh, after work one day, I was working out here in my basement, and my kids, whenever they hear the music loud, they know that I'm working out, so they come, they come down. So my little daughter, Annika, she's four years old. I have one of these toys play sets, uh, weight sets. It's like plastic. She actually mm. took my real metal plates on her own, put them on the barbell and oh, started man. doing bench presses Dude, on my bench strong. press Oh my, by herself, you know, and then start squatting like, look at me, daddy. And I'm like, wow. I mean, I don't tell them to do this stuff. They just watch me and they do it, you know? So it shows me that what I do and say really does have an impact on these kids, like for good or for, for better or for worse, I should say. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a, that had to be a great sight. Like your oh, little four year old. That's so adorable. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. It was, it was adorable. I mean, even a month ago, what she did was, uh, she, she she like slammed down the barbell and then she did burpees like over the barbell back and forth. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is definitely my kid for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You said a series of words there that I didn't understand, but (laughs) I I take that as like a workout language. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm glad she knows it. Yeah. She knows, she knows it for sure. That's hilarious because I, I do the opposite. I my my kids hear the loud music and you know of course it doesn't happen as often as you, uh, Solomon. <laughs> but uh, my kids hear the music and I'm in the gym trying to work out and they start you know joining in. I'm like no 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 you can't be here without shoes on. You can't be here without sneakers. <laughs> they run get their shoes and then they try to join me and then what was that? Recently I kicked them out. I'm like dude I'm, I can never uh, do any workout going on. You know like when no. they come in. So I'm like get out. But maybe I should take it easy on that, huh? Yeah, should... yeah. I mean, let them do something. <laughs> let them do something. Yeah, get right. the energy out for sure. For sure. That's a great. Oh, how how man. many kids do you have, Salman? I have three that I know about. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. This is a Catholic podcast. Three with my lovely 
faithful wife. There you go. <laughs> three and, girls. Uh, oh, three girls. My three goodness. Girls, yeah. Right. He's, and yeah. what are their ages? Uh, seven, four, and one. Oh, man. That's yeah. busy. I'm exhausted, man. 100% all mm. the time. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. It's good. I would never, I would never go back to life without these three kids, man. It's, they're, they're amazing. And that's that's a, a great jumping point to the topic that we want to talk about uh, in this episode: mental health. How important, how important it is, right? Uh, I remember, maybe when what is that? Maybe in March of 2020, uh, a good friend of mine over here uh, in in Chicago had a mental breakdown, yeah. and I've heard of of it, but I don't. What is that, right? Yeah. And uh, just you know, just uh, diving a little deeper into this, Salman. I know you know your your profession. This is your expertise on mental health. Um, before we get into to that, this topic, do you? Uh, I th- I think you started a new practice, right? Did you have a? You started your own practice, is that right? <clears throat> well, I should uh, start by saying I'm a psychiatric nurse practitioner. So just okay. for those who just for those who don't know what a psychiatric nurse practitioner does, is they are a person with uh, an advanced degree, a, a graduate degree, and uh, we can prescribe medications and do therapy. For me, I was very lucky that my program um, was across the lifespan, so I can treat children. So I've treated mm. children as young as four and five years old, uh, up to geriatric patients. You know, um, so right now uh, I'm working more with the population that's kind of split between substance recovery and and uh, mental health. So I see kind of half and half nowadays. Um, and is there has there been like an increase during uh, the whole start of pandemic or what, what, what are you seeing ab- out there? Absolutely. I just saw statistics yesterday um, that just came out for 2020 on overdoses in, in 2020. Uh, usually they're around 60,000 a year. But uh, the the figure I saw yesterday that they were up to eighty thousand in twenty twenty, wow. so you're you're seeing overdoses. Me personally, uh, anecdotally, I'm I'm seeing patients every day, uh, patients for the first time in their life now seeking therapy in twenty twenty when they hadn't before. Uh, a lot of people starting to uh, drink to excess. So you think about the scenario like a dad who now has to work from home, right? He can have a cocktail during lunch, have a cocktail during dinner. Now he's having a cocktail when he wakes up. Just kind of. Because there's, you could do whatever you want when you're home. No one's watching you, yeah, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so it became habit. Now it's to sleep. Now it's to do anything. So uh, there's, it's definitely been on the rise. The stress and anxiety that has ensued because of COVID is just monumental. Yeah, I mean, even personally, as I'm here at home with four kids and, <clears throat> uh, and a job and trying to get them through distance learning and school and trying to navigate all these things that get canceled and... And like the, the disappointments and the stress. And I could find myself like, man, this is so challenging. Uh, uh, have I ever like um, had a drink at 8 a.m.? Maybe I have, you know what I mean? Like there's just, there's those times like if you um, build that habit and there's nobody regulating you or keeping you accountable or you're not talking to anybody and you're just kind of self-medicating or trying to That's a thing, deal right? with the stress on your own. Um, I could totally see that as, um, being, um, like just a huge challenge in the lives of fathers, like, um, happening right now. And, um, maybe we'll get into this later, but like, well, what can you do or what, what do you do when you start like to like notice those signs? Like, oh man, this is probably not something that I should be doing. This is, these are things that um, I wouldn't normally do. These are habits that I'm, that I'm forming that are unhealthy. 
um, and I don't know why I'm doing these things. So maybe we can get into that in a little bit. Yeah, actually, no, that's a that's a really good thing to bring up. Um, you know, coming from the Catholic spiritual perspective, I think that realization comes by grace. If you're by yourself, like you don't get that without grace, you know. But if you have community, you would find uh, that they would reflect to you what's happening, right? So, if if you have, you know. Iris, we're, we didn't know each other that well, but let's just imagine that like we're really close friends and I can see that you're drinking regularly. Uh, uh, it's like that uh, Justin Timberlake song. It's like you're my mirror, right? <laughs> right? right? So it's like I would, I would be reflecting to you like, Iris, I, uh, you're drinking at 11 o'clock. Like, yeah, man, what's up? Uh, it's uh, COVID time, like whatever, let's party. And I'm like, dude, this is not okay, you know? Um, versus just your wife. Maybe your wife is not enough. I, how often do we listen to our wives uh, on the first? All the time, man. Time? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, every day. Every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're both listening right now. I have no fear of. I have no fear of my wife because I'm. I'm a man. All right. Just make sure she doesn't hear this, please. Don't don't tag her in this. Thank you. Oh uh, man. Yeah, but uh, so community is so important, and I think you can see that. Uh, you know, going back to even our time when we were all in community together. You know we would have these one-to-ones, right? Remember those back in the day? Mm -hmm. Where we would sit with the person and reflect on like what's going on in their life. You know, uh, that's so important. But if someone doesn't have community or doesn't have that like grace period to know that something is wrong, it's it's really just a matter of time until things go south. Yeah. Before diving deeper into this mental health um, issue, mental health uh, for us to really take care of ourselves as fathers, as husbands out there, um, I want to actually connect it to our fatherhood as well, you know, being this uh, uh, podcast as uh, Fatherhood Arise, we, we're calling fathers to rise up. We're calling fathers to be to be better out there. And of course, we want to celebrate good dads out there as well. So I want to ask you this question, Salman. You know, you have this uh, beautiful profession. You have this beautiful expertise in, in um, this mental health stuff. And you could totally see that it is... Uh, it definitely is an, a ministry as well, right? Absolutely. Um, how do you connect that now with your vocation as a husband, as a father? How do you, how do you connect that with uh, with this beautiful vocation as a father? Yeah, well, you know, I'm very fortunate that my wife is also in mental health as a social worker, so it makes it really, yeah, it makes it really easy to to talk about mental health. And even though we don't necessarily agree with everything that the other person says, we both have a respect that we work in the field and have uh, uh, knowledge, you know, in terms of our uh, particular expertise, you know. And how I relate it to fatherhood is, you know, uh, a great movie I think every father should watch is Pixar's Inside Out. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. 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 That movie had to have been written with the help of psychologists, right? So because I have the knowledge of that, of my, of my uh, work in, in mental health, and also as an encouragement to that movie, I try to make sure that my kids have good core memories, right? So it's, it's funny, like my, my daughters, will, uh, we talk about vacations we've gone on. We talk about, um, you know, even when things are hard, we, we try to recover. Like, you know, Arlene and I were having difficult times, which we'll talk, well, we could talk about later, but like I'm doing recovery with my girls. So at nighttime, I try to get them to reflect on where Arlene and I were before when things were not so good to where they are now. And, and, and like, yeah, girls, aren't you grateful that mommy and daddy aren't fighting so much now? They're like, yeah, it's not nice when you fight. Yeah, but you know, mommy and daddy do that sometimes when we have to repair. So, you know, kind of getting them to understand that mommy and daddy, and this is, goes mm. into the spirituality too and in, in the, in the vocation of marriage, is that they show that we're showing them that we can reconcile 
and that's okay. Mommy and daddy can fight as long as we can reconcile and, and hopefully fight as fair as possible, right? That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's great because you're giving your children the language uh, yeah. and the pathway to see like, oh, that's the, that's the path of a, of a fully formed human being, right? Mm. That we don't just pretend that everything's okay, but you're giving them a language to, to express, um, th- these are difficult things and I've experienced difficult things. And yet, um, there's a pathway through that difficulty into, uh, a redemptive space. Right. That's right. pretty incredible. And also what, what were you calling it when you're, um, you're having them like recall good memories? Core memories. What, oh, what did you core, just say that? Core memories. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's great. Building, building that in that you're reinforcing those, those memories, because, uh, I always found, um, Salman that like, I don't choose my memories. My memories choose me. Right. Like that, that sense of like, how come I remember that thing, but nobody else does. But then when I sit down with my family or with my children and I say like, Hey, do you remember that? And they're like, no, like, Oh, like, let me, let me retell you about this, this fun thing that we did. And then it becomes part of their story. Right. right? And that it becomes part of our family story. And then they do the same. They get to share like what they saw and what they experienced, but I didn't necessarily see or experience that. I mean, I was there, but I didn't see it from their eyes. And so when they get to tell me that story, then it all of a sudden colors that experience in a whole new way. Yeah. And that's the beauty of family, right? Because you have how many different perspectives of what happens. So when you come together and you tell the story together, it just makes it more full, rich, for sure. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's right. And my wife I, is also a social worker, so I totally relate to that. Oh, <laughs> my God. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you get assessed every day for your mental health? Oh, uh, my yeah. God. Well, we do, we do a Woo! good job of um, uh, like reflective listening. Yeah, yeah tons good. of that going <laughs> on yeah, yeah. here, yeah, here good. Good. good, good. Oh, man. Uh, so narrowing it down or focusing a little bit more on fatherhood, uh, as I mentioned, a good friend of mine um, had a bit of a mental breakdown during the beginning of uh, the pandemic. What what does one have to do? Because you kind of see the signs in, in yourself, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I, maybe I'm uh, stressing out too much about this, and and all of a sudden it starts becoming like a, a physical thing that you're, you know, first it's just all in the mental, and then you kind of see it, like you you, f- you feel kind of sick. Maybe that's what I was kind of going through this morning. Anyway, it's it's like how, so. How do you go about kind of uh, uh, waving that flag of like uh, I think I need help? That's a really tough thing because you guys know as well as I do as men, we're so prideful. It's just in the genes. It's in the testosterone. That's part of it, you know? So we don't want to admit that there's something wrong. I'm sure our fathers or other older men in our lives told Mm -hmm. us we need to man up. I think Ray told me to man up a couple times when I was a teenager. You know, (laughs) I I still have some trauma. Um, No, but it's, it's so hard. And especially because, you know, as men, I mean, in the perspective that we're coming from, we're like the first defense for our family, right? A lot of times the men are the ones providing too. Um, So there's a lot on our plate, you know. Um, It's really hard to identify when things are going south. And again, that's why it's more related to um, getting help from community. And I think you guys are both in communities, no? To some degree? Um, No? Yes? Kind of? Not really. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) See, a little bit. See, well, community doesn't even have to be straight up uh, like a Christian family community, like the ones yeah, that we yeah. were in back in the day. Like for me, I was like, uh, this is not to you know say anything uh, uh, 
taboo or whatever, but like I, I was in a CrossFit community, like at a CrossFit gym, it's very much like a community because you're working out with the same people every day. And honestly, relationship. Uh, yeah, it's, it is relationship. My 35th birthday, you know, I, I invited, well, Arlene, she invited friends from my, you know, from my whole life and like 70% of the people were from CrossFit. So like mm -hmm. uh, our friends like Cherie and Tom Park, like, man, why are your friends so big? I'm like, oh, these are the people I hang out with now. <laughs> but I mean, those people would tell me like, man, are you okay? You don't look so good, you know? So that would mm -hmm. help me to kind of reflect. If Arlene told me, I'm like, eh, you know, mind your business. I'm a grown ass man. I can handle my own business. You know? <laughs> uh, but, you know, so it, um, it, it does require humility. But I think uh, the first thing is, is acknowledgement. I'm very lucky again, because I work in mental health, so I know the signs. But you mentioned uh, a brother of yours who had a mental breakdown in uh, er earlier, earlier last year. Uh, I had put up a podcast episode just last week. I had my own. I mean, I myself was in care. Uh, I'm seeing a therapist now. I'm actually being treated, you know, um, and I didn't see it coming. And I'm, I should be a pro at this, you know. I just thought that uh, I was just being normal. But then, you know, the way I was being was I was so agitated all the time. I wasn't sleeping, you know. Well, well you, you were raising your hand up? Yeah, no, I was saying, oh, shoot, you're, you're talking about me? Yeah, <laughs> I've been feeling that too, yeah. Oh, man, it, it, was, it was uncontrollable. You know, so I, I think some signs, I think sleep is one of the first things to go. You know, so if if we're, if we're if we really like we got to stop listening to all these like influencers who say, oh, grind, you know, wake up at 4 a.m., three hours of sleep. That's B.S. I would curse if that was OK. But but uh, it really is B.S. because our minds need that restorative sleep. So just to talk about sleep, I mean, we're talking about uh, mental health hygiene sleep. Uh, there are uh, multiple stages. You have your wake uh, stage, then you have your light sleep, which is not really restorative, but your body still needs it. But then you have your restorative sleep in your REM sleep and your deep sleep. So our REM sleep is really for our mind to recover from the day, consolidates memories, and our, it lowers our stress levels. So if we're not getting enough sleep, especially REM, we wake up cranky, irritated, and tired. And deep sleep is for your body. So if you wake up achy and tired, maybe you didn't get enough deep sleep. You know, If you don't get enough deep sleep, your cortisol levels are high, your stress levels are high. You gain weight in your belly, you know. Um, so sleep is so, so important. You need to be getting at least seven to eight hours minimum. Um, and I know for men, you know, we tend to just overwork, you know, for whatever reason. Maybe it's a financial obligation or whatever. Um, you know, just and just to talk about mental health in general, you know, it's not a matter of like someone's mentally well and mentally not well. You know, it's not mm -hmm. mentally healthy, mm -hmm. mentally ill. Mental health is a continuum, Right. Yeah, so it's it's like saying someone's uh, obese versus skinny. Like you, you, there's there's so much in the middle. Yeah, it's uh, not a black and white issue. Right, there's a, there's right. a spectrum to these things. Absolutely. And so we're sliding sliding up and down them all day, every day. Did you just become my best friend? Because I say that all the time. <laughs> I, Dude, I, I say that all the time. Why were we time. not friends? I why were we not friends? Did I really I really thought you were too cool for me. I swear. I was like, man. At that guy, he thinks he's too he cool. Does, you, yeah, he you does. Heard my get, voice get was so high, you were like, How, "That must be an angel." <laughs> <laughs> How do you talk to? <laughs> I mean, <that's... laughs> oh man, that's some old school stuff. Man. Oh that? my god, I forgot who you are. My whole life, man. I know, oh I know. Here you are now. No, Thank you know what? You. Yeah, for such a time as this, right? For such a time that's as right. this. Yeah, so it is. Well, how it about is... naps? How about naps? <laughs> are naps good? So it depends. You know, if if uh, so. Uh, with naps, if you run short on sleep one day, 
that's okay. Like, let's say uh, you only got five or six hours of sleep. You could nap for 60 minutes, but you can't store up naps for the next day. So if you slept eight mm. hours and then you know you're going to not get enough sleep the next day, you can't like bank sleep, you know? Yeah, so uh, with mental health, it's, it's really it's, uh, minding your, your, your thoughts too. Like we all have these distortions in our mind, you know? Um, let's say, uh, you know, uh, you wake up in the morning, oh, life is miserable. Like where do you think that thought's going to go? It will manifest into, sure. into your day, you know? It's funny, like that was a big thing for me in the mornings was uh, I used to feel miserable in the morning. You know, I'd wake up and I would just get up on the side of the bed and I'm like, oh, God, please help me with this day. I feel like crap. How am I going to make it? I need your mercy. And I was always painting that as like, oh, it's me showing God how like desperate I am for him, you know. But then like, you know, my my mind, you know, kind of caught on to that pattern. So I started actually praying to God like, and being thankful and counting, you know, the things I was undoubtedly Gratitude. grateful for. Yeah. And that was so much more powerful than this like meek worm of the dust prayer. God, please help me. Oh, go, 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 go. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, incredible. Yeah. Just that, that simple shift yeah. in the, your mentality. And especially right in the morning when you like wake up, open your eyes and pray. Yeah. Like what, what is even the character of your prayer? Is it that like real, like, uh, I just need your help to make it through. Or is it Lord, I'm grateful. Yeah. Like this is a blessing. And, um, and then every step, um, you take out, outside of that bed when you're, when you're doing that is going to uh, be colored by that, that thought. That's a, that's a powerful idea yeah. of how we can begin to shift ourselves, uh, in what we're doing right now. Like that could happen today for yeah. a, a listener for anybody I have a question yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I so i have a question for you because i work a lot with high school students and i've just noticed a lot of um just real difficulty here in a, in the pandemic and in quarantine with young people and maybe um dads notice that with their kids um of kind of just the the isolation the depression the anxiety um being away what what's like a concrete step that um that a a young person can do when they're encountering like this kind of intensified um experience of mental health like these mental health crises so what i what i will totally uh promote right now is therapy you know it's interesting how if you or I were to see a gym coach or trainer at a gym pay $100 a session, no one bats an eye. That's perfectly normal. But if you see a therapist, you're a psycho. Something's wrong with you. You're crazy. Dude, therapy is awesome. It's like having a, a trainer for your mind. I mean, you know how many thoughts that I've had for like decades that my therapist has helped me to realize it's the story that I'm telling myself? And I need someone else to do that. And I think one of the problems is is people think they know how to deal with mental health, but it's such an art, you know? Uh, if you talk to your friend about an uh, issue, what they're gonna do is they're gonna give you advice. They're gonna give you their opinion based on their knowledge of you and, and your history. But a therapist looks at you and then you project your story onto your therapist so you could actually see what's going on in your life and your thought process. And that person can kind of help you to develop coping skills, strategies, to deal with life. I mean, and if they, if, uh, if a person, whether they're a teenager or an adult, um, may be beyond the help of therapy, then that therapist would know and can refer them to uh, someone that can prescribe medications. And medications are not bad. I mean, 
again, like it's, we don't have that much time to go into it, but I mean, I myself am now on medication for the first time in my life. Uh, it's, it's funny cause my therapist, she's, she thinks it's peculiar that I say, I like that I'm on medications now, but I do. Um, cause I'm just much more stable in my mood. I'm sleeping. I'm not as irritable. Uh, I'm not as anxious and, uh, and it's, there's a lot more peace in my house. So I see the benefits on my end. Um, so I think first step, go to a therapist, you know, even if you're not sure it, it, a therapist can't hurt you, you know, that's right. Yeah. That's great. That's great advice here at the beginning of 2021 to get our minds right. Like, you yeah. know, like just in this time of uncertainty, of stress and anxiety and isolation, um, you know, taking taking a step back and saying like, yo, let's get our minds right. Yeah. Um, and that's going to pay off in our in our marriages, in our uh, families and the, and most especially just within ourselves. Absolutely. I think that's a that's a, a great gift yeah. that we can all give each other give ourselves uh here in the new year yeah for sure and having accountability with brothers like this you know i i wish uh, it's so funny man like there are certain brothers where i'm like why did you guys move away like there was such like a tight uh bond between a bunch of us you know but i think in my mind i think god just had other plans to be kind of like uh like roots for a different area because we're already grounded maybe we need to be with other people to help them as well you know um because I think, you know, I can't believe we're here all these years, right? So there must be some strength within us um, to be here still. But I, to have some type of community in a tangible way. And I'm, I'm hoping that uh, fatherhood arise is going to be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's the thing. And I want to thank you again, uh, Solomon, for taking the time to join us in this. And we want to make sure that we dedicate this first month to uh, to that self-awareness, right? Uh, to that uh, those... Uh, uh, New Year's resolution that, that those goals that we've set for ourselves, and of course all these uh, um, our mental health, our physical health, all that stuff, right? Uh, we want to make sure that we place some focus on that. I don't think this is going to be the last time we're going to have you on as a as our guest, Salman. If you don't mind, that'd be awesome. No, I don't. Just, uh, I don't mind at all. Kind of have a, a chat with you sometime in the future about this, about uh, mental health, because it is important. We need to kind of raise that flag and say, you know what? It's it's perfectly normal to, to seek out for some professional help, yeah. to seek out for for some of that, uh, yeah, for like uh, a therapist, you know. So that's that's important for us to kind of acknowledge yeah, yeah. and also to talk about. Oh, it definitely takes some humility. Like, I mean, you have no idea how hard it was for me, you know, working in the field. It was it was very scary, but. Uh, I wouldn't take away anything from 2020. Like it, it all worked out, you know, God's plan really uh, kind of manifested itself for me and, and it makes me better in the work that I do. So yeah, for sure. I, I think, um, I think this is yeah. exactly what we need right now. And this is what we're trying to build over here in a fatherhood arise. That's a camaraderie. That's a fraternity of, of fathers being as brothers that we are taking care of each other, making sure that we're accountable to one another as well. So join us, join in on uh, fatherhood arise. It really does start with that prayer life, our relationship with our heavenly father. So that's what we kind of uh, lean on. And we kind of point to uh, with that's a great start of that uh, prayer life. And of course, taking care of yourself uh, and taking care of your family. So uh, Salman, if you can, if you can end us in prayer, just to kind of round everything uh, in in round and ground everything in prayer in in our faith as yeah, we end this sure. episode. All right, so pray ourselves in the presence of the Lord, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, we praise and thank you for this time that we've gotten to share uh, to talk about mental health, to talk about fatherhood uh, in this time. Uh, it's really like a desert, Lord God. Uh, there's so much happening in the world and. 
so much chaos, but yet uh, you've allowed us to all band together to help support each other in our fatherhood, uh, in our individual ministries, uh, and in this particular ministry of Fatherhood Arise. I pray that you bless this ministry, bless uh, uh, every father who listens in, uh, that they're able to take away something, uh, that us as men, that we're able to lay down our pride if we need help, um, and to seek help, uh, if that be a therapist or if that be even a close confidant for now until they can get the help that they need. Um, but uh, that you would allow our hearts to be open to you, Lord, and, and, and to receive everything you want us to receive and uh, so that we can give everything you want us to give to others. For this, Lord, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, that was great, Solomon. Thanks so much, man. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. I'm, I'm, I really, I, I truly do mean it. I, I'm honored. Yeah, I really do. When Ray asked me, like, oh, my God. <laughs> and and um blessing. and you got like you got an awesome setup you guys can't see this but you got it like does, all the cool stuff over there <laughs> um what are you doing you i know that you also have a podcast and um what you got going on yeah on the so i have a podcast called the upstream podcast with salmon like the fish actually ray was instrumental in that name <laughs> yeah it was it was interesting i think the, it, it sold me when ray told me that salmon swim upstream to procreate <laughs> yeah yeah even even though they're at risk of being eaten by a bear that's right, you know? that's and, right. And, yeah and, and then so, they die and then and then they die yeah but <clears throat> that's fatherhood man you yeah. just said yeah, it right there exactly that's the whole point of the podcast is <laughs> is to die. kind of is to is to pass on these like wisdom nuggets that i get from other people to pass on to my children to pass on to the next generation considering you know if you look at this generation the way it is now like um you know you, you feel at a loss that they weren't taught you know certain things that we were taught you know um so that's what i'm doing the upstream podcast with salmon like the fish and also i do uh, uh, online appointments with talkspace so that would be uh, www.talkspace.com backslash salmon abizad and you can sign up for appointments with me there uh that's not a hard push i don't need people to sign up i'm just saying that's what that's what i do uh, yeah yeah you know, um, but the help is available. Even on Talkspace, they have uh, therapists. So you don't have to get medications on Talkspace. You can actually just talk to someone from the comfort of your home, which I think is perfect for this 2021 time. You know, no one wants to go out because of COVID and people are comfortable in their own home. So I've kind of jumped on the bandwagon and, and been working with Talkspace and it's been good. Right on. So check out the Upstream podcast. Um, and you're also on social media. Oh yeah, at, that's uh, at salmon dot like the fish. Okay. Yeah. And the upstream podcast is on the social media too. Yes, sir. And so check that out. Check out the upstream podcast. Check out my man Salmon here, um, and then um, go peep him out at Talkspace. How about you, Ray? What you got going on? Yeah, I just want to make sure that everyone uh, has already subscribed and uh, left us a, a nice comment on our podcast. And of course, if you don't follow us yet, uh, follow us on Fatherhood Arise on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So uh, go ahead and follow us and visit us on our website, fatherhoodarise.com. And uh, click on that button and say, hey, sign me up for that 30-day straight prayer challenge. There you go. And you can check me out at Called to Rise on Instagram. And you can check out my website at calledtorise.org. There's a shop there and you can get the father hoodie. So if you want to get the father hoodie or any other of the things, um, go check out um, calledtorise.org and hit the button on shop. Nice. Hey, thanks a lot, fellas. Happy New Year. Peace. God bless. Thanks, all. God bless.